Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. All the way from very cold Fort Myers. It's a little coolish the last couple of days, but it's supposed to be back to 80 and sunny tomorrow, so I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll put up with it. I'm sure it will be, yeah. I'll put up with it. Yeah, what a story up there, huh? Unbelievable. Oh, boy. Uh, it, it really is, and, and uh, the most impressive thing about it is how much we still don't know. <laughs> yes, apparently they, uh, they managed to congratulate themselves greatly today without really telling us anything. Well, there's another press conference at 4 o'clock, and I anticipate we'll learn much more. There'll be more details. So. I hope okay. so. Yeah, Pat, yeah. who was this kid? Did he randomly drive around that night and just said, hey, I think I'm well, going to go get into that house? I don't get it. They have not uh, told us uh, any of that stuff. They no. have not told us, right? So, But what a wonderful story. Man, I mean, it's, it's tragic with uh, the dead mom and dad, but uh, yeah. it's an uh, it's, uh, unbelievable story, so... Anywho, interesting, uh, interesting story on the PGA Tour. They're playing the Sony Open right now in Hawaii. Yes, a forty-two-year-old yes. guy, Chris Thompson, I think his name is, forty-two yes. years old, rookie. Really? Just got his card. Second, second oldest Web. ever. Web.com tour. Web.com. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Boy, wow. some of those guys just never give up, do they? No, uh, it's funny that uh, so Spieth didn't win last year. No, no, and he's not playing he's well. Out there He's out there playing in this one, but he uh, wasn't out there. But that is very rare for a, a player of his uh, status to show up to play the second one after not being at the first one. Right. So that's. Uh, and he's, I don't plus, know what. He, he's plus three after yesterday. This Chris Thompson's only plus two. And my wind must have been howling then, huh? No, no not really. No, no, yesterday they shot good. Yesterday yeah, they yeah. Shot good. Yeah. They're going to redo a Kapalua, I guess. I was hearing them saying they're going to, I guess, toughen them up or something. I hope they still let the ball roll like 700 yards when they hit it down that hill. Oh, that's stuff. fun, yeah. Yeah, it is. Man, was it howling there over the weekend. I mean, uh, Friday, and then it, it was, I, I actually texted you to say that uh, uh, it's blowing 40. You might want to turn it on Friday, but then it calmed down yeah. over the weekend. How do you like Ryan Saunders? Uh, I like him as a kid. Uh, he has absolutely no resume to be a head coach, but uh, they they played hard for him this time, and maybe that'll last for a while. But uh, when push comes to shove, it's the NBA, and uh, you know you're playing when you start playing four games a week, uh, getting yourself all crazy and fired up doesn't actually work. You have to uh, you have to become fundamentally. Uh, you know, figure out what you're doing. So it might work for a couple of games, but uh, I don't know. He's uh, he basically uh, Thibodeau kept him around because Glenn Taylor told him to keep him around, and before that, he coached for his dad, and he might have had a little more responsibility with his dad. But with Thibodeau, he 
he wasn't even the guy who kept track of the timeouts. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, they fired the guy who kept track of the timeouts. Andy Greer is the guy who always told him, hey, Tibbs, he's got four fouls. So mm-hmm. that's about it. Assistance didn't do much with Did Tibbs. you uh, happen to catch any of Jim Peterson's comments, I believe, with uh, Manny and uh, Danny Cunningham on their podcast? I know uh, Jim Pete and uh, Tim did not get along well. He uh, he basically took him and filleted him six times over, uh, old yeah, old well, coach Tim. But he never, he never did that when he was here. Of course. Well, the, everybody seems to be dan- everyone is saying. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Everyone is trying to diplomatically say that Tibbs was a rotten bastard. Uh, he was hard to get along with. Yeah. Uh, I guess. I guess is what they're trying. I don't to know say. that was, to be the case. By well, the way, he did not. I, I, you know, I had dinner with him a couple of times. I had no problem with him, but uh, I think they he wasn't helpful in selling tickets, or they, they, you know, they were. He just he was a coach. Leave me alone, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was he, you know, people would come up and ask him favors, and his response generally was no. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about coaching basketball. So. Well, I just didn't like the fact that he stood there and growled the whole game. Well, a lot of people didn't feel like that. What's amazing is how unpopular he was with people who never watched basketball. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it, it became it became it, that would be me. <laughs> you weren't really an you weren't really an in crowd member of the tw- of the Minnesota fan base if you didn't badmouth tips, mm-hmm. even if you could give a damn less whether the Timberwolves were playing or not. Mm-hmm. You know, that's uh, you know there were guys at wild games bad mouthing Tibbs. They'd never been to a basketball game in their life. So. Well, I'm I've got he, family. I, he got the last laugh though. Well, he's got all the money. Oh, twenty million. Yeah. That's what he's walking away with. Oh yeah. yeah wow. They paid him twenty, and they owe him twenty. How much is Glenn willing to spend? My God, oh. does he got any oh. money left? I'm worried about oh. Glenn. Uh, yeah, well, I, I think he's doing okay, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's uh, Glenn is. Uh, I, I it was an odd time to fire the guy, but it was all a business decision. They're, they're sending out their season ticket renewals, and apparently they had people telling them, "Yeah, that guy's still coaching. I'm not renewing my ticket." Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's amazing how he managed to become this unpopular. It just became a. It just became a a thing to be. To hate tips, you know, it became a it became a thing to do that. Even people who, who you know, ever, a lot of it was overstated, but uh, you know, it just he was. Now here's what I can't figure out: Zimmer's a grumpy sob with a foul mouth, right? Mm-hmm. We like him. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, we like him. Yeah, I guess Zim's a grumpy old sob with a foul mouth. We don't like him. I guess maybe it's the arena because. When you're a grumpy old SOB standing on the sidelines of a football game, people don't have to hear it. Right, right. When uh, when you're doing it in a basketball arena, it's a little uh, different situation. So, I think Tibbs was the uh, was the heavy metal version of a basketball coach. Mm, acquired taste? What do you no, mean? no. I mean, uh-huh. loud and gruff and. Well, he was, but he was not. You know, he, but, but the funny thing was, he was not a screamer with his team uh, when when the game wasn't on. He didn't practice them that hard. He didn't go in and scream at them after poor performances. He mm-hmm. just he just coached forty eight minutes like his mentor, Bill Muscle. Will he uh, get a yeah, job? Unlike unlike Mussey, though, he didn't taunt the opposition like Mussey did, right. which was always the most fun of that when he's yelling at Carl Malone, "You can't guard it." But yeah. you know. 
Will Tibbs get a job? Oh, somebody two years from now will be halfway through a season and they decide their team is too lackadaisical and needs a hard-nosed coach and they'll hire Tibbs. Okay. You know, it's like he's... Somebody said he's going to be the Mike Keenan of uh, the NBA. Mm-hmm. The guy you're going to bring in to, to, you know, with the iron fist. But he doesn't really have the iron fist. He just set in his ways, and then for the 48 minutes of the game, he coaches every position. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they, yeah, this uh, I, I would be shocked if uh, if the Ryan thing works out because uh, generally speaking, it's such a grind that you have to. It can't, as I said, it can't be all emotion. It's got to be substance. There's got to be. Do you think this is the Wiggins we're going to see for the next 41 games? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so. Okay, then here's my question as a non-basket, as a very casual. But you don't like Tibbs, right? You're a, you're a non-basketball fan, but you're happy they fired Tibbs, right? Oh, I hate the guy. That's the guy that walked yeah, up and down right. and tried to do yell at everybody. And... <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I hate him. I hate him, Pat. No, not... here's my question. To have a successful. Yeah. What's more important to have a successful championship playoff team? Is it to have a coach that the guys like, or is it just to have a bunch of players that like to play with each other? The second one. Talent. Talent rams. You can have guys, you can have a bunch of players who can't stand each other right. if they play. You right. know? It's, uh, it's, uh, uh, it, it is a... Completely different animal than every other team is. It's, it's you know, you, LeBron James basically coaches his teams. Mm-hmm. That's it's, 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 the, it's the only league <laughs> where you're allowed to have a player who's so immense. The coaches, the great player is more important than the coach. Mm-hmm. I guess and, that's uh, what my question was. Yeah, the great player is more important than the coach. So, mm-hmm. Yes. And, and a double uh, pump yeah. layup. Yeah, and cost- by the way, LeBron is now going to get it. Basically, he's arranging to have Anthony Davis get traded to the Lakers, so not they'll have the two best players in the league together. I think that's I think that's uh, true of hockey as well. That the greatest player Gretzky was more important than whoever coached the Edmonton Oilers. Mm-hmm. Don't you but think? The great thing about yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. But the great thing about great thing about hockey is you can go in and scream at them as long as Wayne isn't. The guy you're screaming at, you know, you can you can go in and scream and raise hell and tell them they're not working hard and stuff like that. The NBA, you do that, they might get up and punch you. You know, what do you like in the football playoffs? Uh, well, I guess I like the two home teams, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Saints lose. I think the Saints are overrated. They didn't do much offensively the last month of the season. Uh, and Philadelphia is, you know, playing on borrowed money here now. And Philadelphia is going to have a better, easier time moving the ball against the Saints than they did against the Bears. Who's at Kansas uh, City? The Chargers? No, no, the San Diego, or the Chargers play at New England. New oh, England. How right. about this? Who's at Kansas City? If Indianapolis goes into Kansas City and wins, and the Chargers beat the Patriots, they're going to have the AFC Championship game at that thirty thousand seat. Uh, rugby that stadium. Great. That would be fantastic. Oh oh. <laughs> I think it would be great to have the Chargers and the Rams in the Super Bowl. Oh. Two years, you know, right after they moved to L.A. And, you know, people, people still like the Coliseum will be half Cowboy fans. I think the Chargers yeah. are the best team left in the AFC, Pat. I really do. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. 
Yeah, I, I was very surprised that they were uh, two and a half point underdogs uh, on on Sunday. I mean, on over the weekend, that didn't make any sense to me. Your so, matchup is Colts at the Chiefs. That's the first game tomorrow. Indianapolis at Kansas City is the first game tomorrow. What's the night game tomorrow? Uh, Cowboys at the Rams. Cowboys at the Rams. All right. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow, and, uh, Chargers at New England. No, that would be Sunday. Yep. I'm I sorry, hope, Sunday. Hope, excuse me. I hope the Chiefs don't take a. Don't throw up on themselves again. I saw that they had a median come in and <laughs> take the bad spirits out of the locker room. Really? Oh, my gosh. Come to that, has it? That's kind of like when Brackett wanted Kelly to get a hypnotist in 1987 for the road games. <laughs> I begged him. I begged him. I said, I was on the road trip. I said, don't bring it up until the last day. Don't bring it up. Mm-hmm. I, the first day of the series of the road trip because we were gone for like ten days. You put TK in a bad mood the whole week, and what a you know. I said, "Don't be an idiot. Don't bring it up." Didn't resist himself. Yeah. Well, Patty. So, uh, hey, Johnny Michaels died. What a what a great hard nosed old football coach he was. He was one of those coaches who could scream at everybody and tell them how rotten they were, and they'd put their arm around him and take him. Help about you know, walk off the field with them. They all loved him. Man. Was he the offensive coach? Yeah, he was the offensive line coach. Yeah, he offensive line. Go back to Winnipeg. Yeah, they yeah. go back to Winnipeg. Yeah. That's Pat, Pat, did you see that the Wild took a uh, took a page out of the Roycey traveling handbook? What they took the train from Ottawa to Montreal. Uh, well, I've got a hush Canada doesn't stop to let the freight trains go by like uh, like we do. They let women <laughs> on with chickens. Brought, you know what? That story became famous because I've had people giving me crap about the train just walking around Fort Myers. Yeah. Did you take the train down here? That's funny. You're not funny. It's not funny. You know not funny. funny. That's not funny. That's not funny. No. That's mean. Hey, there's probably nobody at the ballpark. You just go over there and sit in the bleachers? Oh, the fantasy uh, fellows were here this week, so I went over and talked to some of the old timers. Yeah. Uh, Tony O and Tony O. Tony O's got himself a bad team. He, uh, one of them says, yeah, Tony had to call us together and tell us we were horse bleep in Cuban. <laughs> 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 hey Pat, they, they did you... Tony doesn't speak Spanish. He speaks Cuban. Yeah, he speaks Cuban. <laughs> That's right. Pat, I don't uh, know that um, uh, no. Joe has seen this, but I think you might be able to describe it best. Uh, the video of the soccer player being run over on the foot <laughs> by the uh, yeah. the uh, golf cart. I didn't yeah, see that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Boy, the, the other day, as I said in the response to that, I was clicking channels down here, and I ran across a Mexican League soccer game. Yeah. And these two guys ran into each other, and they would. Need, both of them refused to be the first one to stop rolling around in pain. You know, it was like it was like ninety seconds each, and the other guy'd peek at the other guy, and he'd be grabbing his <laughs> other guy It was a contest. Oh, it was unbelievable! That's, that's wonderful. I love soccer for the diving. Yeah. Of, you know. yeah. But when the cart runs over your foot, that's a that's oh, yeah. a good reason to flail, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's right. a good reason to flail. All, All right, right, Sean, I'll talk to you yeah, later. Bye. Thank you. All right, we'll be back. 
2,440,000 injured and 35,092 dead. Those are the National Safety Council injury facts from our nation's highways in 2015. Are you letting your emotions get the best of you? This isn't a Formula One race out here, people. Federated Insurance reminds us that these are much more than statistics. These are your family members, friends, and neighbors. Don't let your emotions get the best of you. You get anxious when you're driving? Not really any need to. Do you yell or honk at other drivers that make you angry? That's emotions taking over. Don't let your emotions take control. Do you uh, try to retaliate to even the score for another driver's actions? That'll never serve you any good. Stop it. The National Safety Council reports that aggressive driving plays a role in 56% of fatal crashes, and emotions cause the aggressive driving. Don't become a statistic. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. Make it home safe tonight. You know, aside from murdered parents and a disappeared child who's now been found, I think I've stumbled across the uh, one of the most terrifying stories I've ever read, and I'm not exaggerating. Really? A TV staffer has been fired in Seattle after he altered Trump's speech from the White House the other night about the wall to make Trump look... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Foolish he made, or inaccurate? No, he 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 made him physically look like something in a zoo. Oh, he oh the uh, Eden changes. Uh, Eden added he changed his appearance somehow with a a, C- a staffer at Seattle's KCPQ TV has been fired after the station aired a video of President Donald Trump's speech Tuesday from the Oval Office that was altered to make Trump look worse. The Seattle Times reported. We've completed our investigation into this incident and determined that the actions were the result of an individual editor whose employment has been terminated. KCPQ News Director Erica Hill wrote Thursday uh, in a statement to the newspaper, the allegedly, it's not allegedly, it's doctored. Why do they say the allegedly doctored video? It's not allegedly, it's not. The doctored video showed Trump sluggishly hanging his tongue out of his mouth and resting it on his lower lip for an unusually long time when he addressed the nation Tuesday night. The president's skin and hair also appeared orange in the station's video. A listener on KTTH radio brought the video's discrepancies to the attention of Todd Herman, a conservative talk show host in Seattle who compared the listener's video to the raw footage. We performed a side-by-side comparison of the video from our listener, apparently taken by a smartphone recording, to the raw video of Trump's speech from CNN, Herman wrote on the station's website. In the raw video, the president briefly licked his lips and continued with his address. That comparison revealed the video creating a loop of the president licking his lips, making it seem bizarre and unbalanced. It also seems that someone distorted the president's face and may have added an orange tone to his skin, Herman wrote. Wow. Uh, The editor was placed on leave Wednesday after the station was made aware. This does not meet our standards, and we regret if it is seen as portraying the president in a negative light, Hill told the Times and KTTH in an earlier statement. Then the staffer was fired following the station's prompt investigation. Why do I think this is so terrifying? Uh, This should terrify hmm. you even if you think Trump's the Antichrist. 
This should terrify every rational citizen. Can I take a stab at it? In this country, yes. Because your mind is going to, okay, how many other times has this happened and no one did notice? I'll accept that uh, that's not the principal reason I'm terrified, but I'll accept that because you're right. And and the only reason, sorry, Ruck, and the only reason that this one got the attention it did is because it did involve the president. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to take a stab at it saying, well, I don't mean for it to be a contest. No, no, but every answer is right that you come up with. If you can all come up with your own reasons why this would unnerve you, but what's frightening is what you're It's news, and this person feels a certain way, so they're altering uh, the truth. I accept that as well. Okay. I, I, guess I, re- I guess I'm really not that different from you two uh, knuckleheads. I guess what terrifies me is uh, when is the day going to arrive when we won't be able to know what we're watching? Oh, God. When is the day going to arrive when... Uh, such manipulations will take place that completely false narratives will be. You think fake news is a problem now. Is the day coming when when, Hunger s- games. when something you watch is unknowable as to its veracity? If, if, a, if a two-bit editor at a TV station in Seattle can do whatever he... I watched the video, by the way. Okay. It's, it's unmistakably, unmistaking... What's the word I want? Unmistakably altered. Here, here, look at me. Look at me. Here, Here's how Trump looked at... Like, and he just like, let like, it like a, sit there? Yeah. Uh, like well, that. and he should have been fired. What an idiot. Well, what, but but, but the, is the day coming when... Maybe, but, but maybe that's the pushback. If, if there's, the station if there's fired a, him? If there's a teeny, teeny bit of pushback... Because he got caught, he was fired. It's an interesting story, isn't it? Because uh, conveniently enough, somebody alerted a conservative talk show host. In other words, if that hadn't happened, would this have just gone unnoticed? That that would be the then. Then we have what you're talking about, where you 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 won't you will have to disbelieve. You may have to disbelieve your own eyes or your own experiences and in the past we you've always said go on your own experiences exactly believe your own eyes and now you're being asked to believe something that might not be portrayed accurately coming from a news outlet yeah once trustworthy wow and no longer well they all all news outlets have the capacity to do this is the day coming when to bring about a particular viewpoint, are public figures going to be technologically manipulated to either make them look great or foul? And again, if you hate Trump, I don't hate people. I don't hate, uh, but people do. This should you shouldn't take glee in this. <laughs> no, no one should take glee in this. No, because. If that day is coming when the truth is merely some subjective thing, if the truth becomes a plaything, then, you know, your guy or gal is just as likely to be sus, uh, subject to manipulation as as your opponents. Right. So no one should, everyone should be vigilant about this. 
This is this is horrific. This is horrific. And why that? I mean, what is wrong? Are the the country is div- you know divided he, already? You know what he was made to look like? An ape. I mean, his facial contortions and his his uh, his his tongue lolling over his bottom lip was was uh, was simian like. And this is way more than the National Enquirer making a, uh, a a perfectly timed photo to make somebody look bad. This was a uh, a local news outlet. This was a distinct manipulation. And don't we aren't we at the point too where I mean journalism has enough trust issues right now with the public. I'll say. And this is not helping matters in any way whatsoever. And I, I well, again not helping. It's 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 clarifying how much trouble we're in. This is uh You watch, by the way. When is the day coming when you won't know? You won't be able to make a decision. Sorry if you mentioned it. Do you have the name of the of the fired staff member that altered this video, Joe? You don't name the staffer. I okay, because I'm wondering who's gonna be the first person to put this kid on TV. You know, with all of these late night talk shows. Well, maybe Rachel Maddow they, fall in love with the guy. They all, that's all they do is go after the president. See, that's a problem, too. Um, I, I'd be terribly disappointed, and I don't I don't watch, so I won't learn. Uh, I'll be terribly disappointed if Jimmy Kimmel or is Jimmy, are they all named Jimmy? I think it's, they're Basically, all, they're if you're going to guess. If you're going to, it's a Jimmy. Jimmy Colbert. Jimmy Colbert, uh, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy I, O'Brien. I, I, I think it would be terribly, terribly wrong of them to find humor in this. I really do. Uh, this is not funny. This there, is serious stuff, folks. This is a big, big, serious problem. But they're going to just because of the fact that— Well, if they do, they're morons. It's 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 Trump, and he's not only fair game, he's the only game because their writers don't have any other creativity. But you, they, you, you got to be careful. I, I'm saying, if you loathe Trump, you cannot possibly find humor in this. If, if you loathe Trump and you find humor in this, you are a fair game yourself to be manipulated. You know, it's one thing for us to come on the air and have a great deal of fun with the fact that Schumer and Pelosi look like uh, Grant Wood's American Gothic right. the other day. The only thing, in fact, if Schumer had a pitchfork, he would have Boom. passed himself off. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. But we were commenting on a reality. We were commenting on a reality. Right. We 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 had no role in in uh, their appearance, uh, disturbing their appearance, as it as it came out across the airwaves. This is terrifying. It, t- today it's uh, uh, some brief manipulation to uh, make Trump look oranger than normal, and and play around with his mouth and tongue. That's that's today, right? What's a year from now? Maybe the orange hair flapping in the breeze. No, or... forget Trump. What's a year from now? Uh, uh, the manipulation of 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 uh, sexual abuse charges against a mayoral candidate, sexual abuse that didn't exist. What what's? Man, we live in interesting times, don't we? Yeah, we really do. You, we just weren't made for these times. We better be because we have to be. We we have to push back. It's just it's just mind boggling to me. CNN. 
well, why do I want to give a CNN lecture? I don't need to. Well, I, I will. Uh, Let's hear it. Let me hear it. I just have learned how to watch CNN. CNN is invaluable in the event of a national tragedy, a, a, hor of, a, a horrible storm or something. Mm -hmm. They have the equipment. They have the cameras. They got a means to show it to you. Tsunami's coming. I, I will watch. They're, they're, they're absolutely not to be trusted covering this particular president. They're just they're they're uh, trying so they're hard no, to find They're faults. no longer hiding their incredible bias. <clears throat> Ready for this one? Yes. Uh, CNN's Jim Acosta uh, has been mocked across social media uh, for posting a video that was meant to downplay President Trump's claims of a border crisis, but ended up supporting his argument that border barriers improve security. Uh, listen to me. I got to turn off these lights. A little too dark in that studio? Oh, you won't be in there much longer. Uh, here are some of the steel slats that the president has been talking about, Acosta said, while reporting from the southern border. But as we're talking here, we're not seeing any kind of imminent danger. The CNN reporter added, there are no migrants trying to rush toward the fence. Acosta then declared that there was no sign of a national emergency that the president has been talking about, and it was tranquil near him. He captioned the video, uh, I found some steel slats down on the border, but I don't see anything resembling a national emergency situation, at least not in McAllen, Texas area of the border where Trump will be today. Well, there was no trouble because they have the wall. <laughs> but that's how dumb Acosta is. He's not a bright guy. Early Thursday evening, White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders retweeted Acosta's tweet with a proud uh, clap back. When I went with President Donald Trump to the border today, I never imagined Acosta would be there doing our job for us and so clearly explaining why walls work. Thanks, Jim. That was pretty good. Couldn't on have done it with her, yeah. That's pretty good on her part, huh? I heard uh, the video of this. I, did, I mean, I heard the audio of this. I didn't see it. Uh, CNN's chief White House correspondent, Acosta, who seemingly uploaded the video from a local Burger King, is in Texas awaiting Trump's border visit. While Acosta often clashes with the president and his aides, pundits suggested he did the president a favor. Media watchdogs were quick to point out that the CNN reporter's video helped prove Trump's point that a wall barrier along the southern border could help prevent illegal border crossings. Jim Acosta just posted one of the biggest self-owns ever social media strategist Caleb Hull responded. He's walking along the border where there's a wall in place and talking about how there's nothing that resembles a national emergency situation and there's no migrants trying to rush. That's because there's a wall, Jim. Hello. Hello. Others uh, swiping at Costa included one of his own CNN colleagues, Peter Hamby. Uh, let see if I can find what he wrote. I can't. Uh, can't find what Peter Hamby wrote. Maybe he, uh, uh, okay, I can't find it. Uh, but here's Acosta, who hates Trump and has made it his, his goal to see the Trump administration mm -hmm. falter, saying, you know, there's no problem here. Well, there's no problem there because there's a wall. He's got the wall in his own... In his own camera shot. He's too dumb to realize it. And he's saying it's calm here. There's a Burger King. There's a gas station. Where's the problem? No fleeing. says. Nobody's rushing here. Jim, there's a great big wall in your own 
camera shot. <laughs> boom. It's a boom. That's all it was. It was a boom. <laughs> Given the likes of Acosta and their transparently obvious bias, I suppose we're to be grateful that he has not yet devolved into technological manipulation. But getting back to the Seattle guy. Well, yeah, it sounds like it's starting to become a trend. Well, no, it's not a trend. We don't know. That's the frightening part. We don't know. We're getting, we're going to get to the point where you turn on the news and you're not going to know if you're seeing the truth. Mm. At least today when I turn on the news and it's CNN, I'm not necessarily being lied to. I'm not being lied to, but I'm being, I'm being condescended to. Mm-hmm. I, I'm being treated like uh, that, that I should get on board and find Trump as loath, loathsome as, as they do. I, I'm not a Trump guy. I'm not a Trump fan, as you guys well know. But I would never endorse altering his appearance or his truth. That that and if again, if you take pleasure in that, what kind of future are you imagining for yourself? Because the day will come when your ox will be gored. Right. Oh, it's just dreadful. You know who died? Who died? You don't know who died? I could make this an Oompa quiz. Come on. Huh? Who died? I could make this Shall an Oompa quiz. We play a game. No, we can't do that, can we? Oh. Beth, Ver- Beth McDonough will be calling in uh, in about uh, 20 minutes, so At, right after Bud. All right. Verna Bloom died. She was 80. Verna Bloom. Verna Bloom. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. I'm, try- I'm trying to. Actress. She's I- an actress. I'm trying to remember why she sounds familiar to me. Verna Bloom. She was the wife of the, in the movie, Boom Boom. In the movie Blank Blank. She was the wife of the blank in the movie Blank boom, Blank. Boom Boom. I think I saw Boom Boom. Uh, <laughs> Verna Bloom. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm drawing a complete blank. Give me a year on the movie. 1980. Movie was 1980. And like Caddyshack, same, same gang, put it together. Holds up well today. Trading place. Nope. Ah, uh, Stripes. Nope. Same gang, though. Well, there's two. It's two booms. Yep. Not she was the wife of the dean in Animal House. Oh. Oh, my God. Dean Wormer. Dean was his, Wormer. Wasn't his Dean Wormer? Dean Wormer, yes. She was the, the, the you know, and then they'd get her hammered, and she was trying to get right, lucky with right, all the young right, frat exactly. guys. You know? hey. <laughs> she was just a, she thought herself <sighs> a seductress. My God, how long ago is 1980? 39 years? Yes. And So what's 80 minus 39? 80 minus 39 is 50. 41? 41. She was old looking at 41. Ooh. I, I remember looking uh, her looking a bit, uh, what's the word I want? Uh, weathered? No. Yeah, a bit well, weathered. A bit uncharitable. A bit, well, weathered is better than saying, you know, rode hard and put away wet. Well, yeah. yeah. Verna. Oh, yeah. She died in Bar Harbor, Maine. I've been to Bar Harbor, Maine. Uh, complications of dementia. I'm sorry. Did I say? Uh, did I say that movie was 1980? It was 1978. 78. Yes. A John Landis film. She yeah, played. Here she, Ma- is. she played Marion Wormer. Yeah, she played Marion Wormer, 
who flirted with and had a drunken romp with uh, Otter, Otter Stratton, right? My God, they don't make them like that anymore, Joe. <laughs> she was Clint Eastwood's lover in High Plains Drifter, and she Pardon? was Mary in The Last Temptation of Christ. She was, uh, Verna was born in Lynn, Massachusetts, graduated from Boston University in 1959. She is uh, survived by her husband, former film critic, and two-time Oscar-nominated screenwriter Jack Cox, and a son. So there you have it, Verna Bloom. She she had a very (laughs) sound career. Perfect. Sounds like fun. What are you doing? I mean, just her career over the years. I mean, High Plains Drifter. That's crazy, isn't it? That's 73. And, you know, husband Jay since 1969. Well, she sounds like she stayed married to the same guy. Looks like she kept her maiden name on that one, huh? I think so. Okay, good. Probably a good move. You know what? Probably a really good move. I would have. God, you're terrible. I would have changed mine. She's terrible. You know what, though? Nothing gets by him. No. Nothing. All right, here we go. Nothing gets by me. Nothing gets by me. This guy has seen more urban wildlife than a DNR field agent with a PhD, Joe Suchere. Take that orchestra down. Joining us is State Representative Raymond Dean. Raymond, thanks for getting back to me. Absolutely. I, I initially called you uh, because I read the other, uh, I think it was last Friday, it was a week ago today, uh, your uh, belief that too many uh, voters or potential voters have been left out of the process. I think you're, we're calling them disenfranchised, correct? That's correct. Who are they? Those are the individuals that uh, have entered our criminal justice system, through felony convictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of them have served time. Many of them, actually more of them, have not served any time. They're out in public. They're either on um, parole, what we typically call parole, or probation. And we have an expectation that they be good, upstanding citizens, yet the state of Minnesota denies their right to vote. Okay, so are you limiting your concern to just people that have been in the judicial system? Yeah, I, I'll be introducing a bill on Monday that will restore the rights of those individuals to vote. I, I think that when we talk about, you know, disenfranchisement of voters, some people will make the argument there are a lot of other people uh, in the state of Minnesota that are disenfranchised. But, but my legislation and my focus right now is really on those individuals that would be eligible to vote all but for their current status within a uh, within the criminal justice system. See, I, I completely misunderstood the story then. I, I was making the assumption that you were concerned about people who are just essentially uninterested or uninformed, and what I was going to contend is that's their problem, not yours. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love it if everybody participates. Yeah. Uh, you know, but the, there are some people that choose not to vote. And, you know, I, I think part of that actually falls on us as elected officials, and as, uh, you know, representatives, whether it's city level, whether it's county level, state level, or federal level, I mean, in some ways, we're responsible to catch people's attention, to make sure that they, one, understand what we do, and two, that they understand how they're important in that process as well, uh, to make sure that we're able to do things to uh, make people's lives better. And, of course, you know, we could have a 
you know, hour-long conversation on what are those things that make people's lives better. Right. All right, go enjoy your lunch. Okay, sounds good. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm, a bit well, re- clears, I'm a bit reassured. That clears a lot up then. Hey, hey you know what? And he calls us back. Well, yeah. Tip of the cap to him. I'm a bit reassured. I way I interpreted the initial story, I thought he intended to go to Walmart and get everybody in their pajamas and say, hey, why aren't you voting? Hop on no, the bus, his, let's go. His, and he would have a personal history with this. Uh, his uh, concern is uh, some of these felons who are, are now out and have uh, proven themselves as uh, responsible citizens, uh, he would just assume that they'd be involved in the voting process. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, I have a problem with it, depending on what crime they committed. Uh, true. Okay, I'll yeah. take. I'll reserve. The, I'll take that back and and uh, agree with you because I don't want a, a four time murderer. No, but you got a guy who stole a car ten years ago, and he's uh, you know he's steadily employed and raising a family and what have you. He's a stake. He has a stake in the country. Uh, I don't think I could uh, work up a big concern about him voting or not. Right. Right. Sure. All right. I think I got it. Okay.